Welcome to the Spiritual Mamas Podcast with your host, Isabel, also known as the East Coast Shaman. In this podcast, we delve into various spiritual and metaphysical topics and provide collective tarot forecasts. As a spiritual advisor, evidential medium, a certified tarot reader, and herbalist, I bring a wealth of knowledge and experience to provide you with empowering messages and value-packed episodes. Don't miss out on my episodes by subscribing or following my channel. Hello everybody and welcome back to my channel. Today we are going to be going over the weekly guidance for January 7th to January 13th, 2024. As always, we are going to go over what I intuitively channeled from Spirit on paper and then we're going to go into the tarot cards that I pulled out for this week. I did do things a little bit differently this time and instead of just being in my room when I was intuitively channeling, I actually decided to go out into a natural forest and channel just to see how my connection is when I'm outside in nature compared to being here in my room. Let's go ahead and see how it made a little bit of a difference or how the messages come across for you. So just a fun little experiment. And as always, these are collective messages, meaning that they may not make sense to every single individual who is watching this video. However, I always hope to serve your highest good. So let's go ahead and jump into what I intuitively channeled. And I'm just gonna share the list of everything that I've written down and then we're going to kind of go back and I'll summarize what I feel that these messages mean for the collective. The first thing that I written down when I was intuitively channeling spirit was shackles of the mind, the angel number 444, you are protected, don't feel constrained, feel expansive, inner wisdom, expressing the inner child and inner child healing, tap into the power of love, gain clarity, finding your path, as above, so below, inner workings, feeling scattered and confused, it's not about other people, connectivity with yourself, and what about you? So as a whole, what I feel like Spirit was really trying to bring the attention to this week was there's this detachment with yourself and possibly what you're supposed to be doing, or there is this void almost of something's missing yet you keep on doing the same routines and the same patterns every single day and you're not really stepping outside of that box and i feel like not that it's draining but you're just looking for something more right now and you're not exactly sure what that is which that is why i feel that i intuitively channeled feeling scattered and confused so i feel like there's this scatterbrain energy of not knowing which direction to go in and this confusion of okay well what am i supposed to be doing what do i need to do to fill in this emptiness to fill this void and that's not 100 percent clear at the moment so going back up to shackles of the mind this makes me feel that these are self-limiting beliefs that are keeping you within this box of your ego that's not allowing you to step outside of that box because the ego wants to keep you safe. So it's going to want you to continue doing these same patterns and the same routines because that's what you know. And if you do something that's outside of that, it can feel scary at times. So we avoid it. So these shackles of the mind are these supplementing beliefs that are saying, well, I don't think I'm smart enough to do that or I don't have enough time to do that. I'm not worthy of that. I don't deserve this. Even if it might be something that is awesome and it's totally, you're totally deserving of it. Or anything that's just kind of getting in your mind that's just a little negative and holding you back thinking that you don't deserve 
what's actually aligned for you. And when Spirit brought up the term inner wisdom to me, is making me feel like within your intuition and your subconscious right now, you already know the path to take. You know what you're supposed to be doing in a sense. You've already got that inspiration, that intuitive idea of, well, maybe I should try this. And it's kind of this interest. And I feel like for a lot of you, this is something that keeps appearing repeatedly. Like you might have thought it and then someone else may have said it or you may have seen a billboard for whatever it may be. And it's just these little signs and these little, I call them spiritual breadcrumbs that spirit gives you when it wants you to follow a path but it's up to you to actually pick up these breadcrumbs. And they are also reinforcing the you are protected. Don't feel constrained, feel expansive. So again, going into that expansive mind and jumping into these inspirations that are piquing your interest or these thoughts that are piquing your interest and you're like, well, maybe I should try that. But then again, these self-limiting beliefs get in the way and say, well, I can't do this. I don't have time for this. I'm not worthy of this. And it's about pushing that aside because spirit is letting you know that you are protected. They have your back. They're not going to let you fail. If this is 100% aligned with you, they're not going to let you fail. And then when we talk about expressing the inner child and healing the inner child as well, which I feel that the inner child can be healed when you start to express it in your adult life and do those activities that gave you joy when you were a child that you really enjoy that will just lift your mood now and your vibration now I feel like as an adult. Just for a little quick example, now I adopted the herbalism path and I'm going on with those studies and again I'm about to start making teas and putting those into my apothecary to help people with physical ailments. But this is something that I enjoyed doing as a kid. Now I wouldn't say it was as in death as herbalism, but I would make little concoctions with like juices and things that I had around the kitchen to make some type of preparation to help with something. And it was just a bunch of random stuff that I put together. But in my mind, I was making like this little potion to help somebody or help something or just having fun as a kid. And this comes out now in my adult life as herbalism. So thinking of ways that you can apply activities that gave you joy as a child or what you really enjoyed, how, how could you apply this into your adult life now to fulfill that inner child enjoyment that you have, to fulfill the expression of your inner child? So go ahead and tell me in the comments things that you really enjoyed doing when you were a kid that you think that you can apply into your adult life now. And then Spirit was talking about gaining clarity, which I feel like once you do things that are going to bring more enjoyment and raise your vibration in your life, I'm being taken to self-care as well. Now, at the bottom when I wrote down, it's not about other people. Connectivity with yourself. What about you? So this is about that self-care, that self-love that you might be neglecting at this point because I feel that you possibly are more concerned about helping and serving other people or doing favors for other people that you kind of neglect yourself. And now I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with helping other people, but you have to have boundaries and you have to not give too much to other people if you're not giving enough to yourself. And little ways this week that you could possibly connect back with yourself. This is reminding me back to what I said earlier, the as above, so below. Um, I'm thinking mind, body, and spirit, understanding that we are connected with the universe, we are connected with spirit as well. Reconnecting ourselves at a spiritual level, I feel like will be very helpful and show us a sense of self-love as well. So journaling, having a gratitude journal, 
taking a salt bath. If you have oracle or tarot cards, maybe pulling a couple cards out for yourself and reflecting on those. Having a nice cup of hot tea, reading a book, going outside for a walk, which I do want to bring your attention to this real quick because I just started doing these. But on my YouTube channel, I have a playlist now, meditations and soundscapes. So if you can't make it outside to go into nature right now because of weather i have these soundscapes now which there's only a couple i'm gonna have another one that comes out monday on the 8th but right now i have an ocean waves soundscape which i really enjoy because i always liked hearing the ocean crashing and the waves going back in that's really relaxing to me and i just recorded a stream when i was doing this intuitive channeling and i was at this natural park I was recording a stream off of my camera and I'm going to turn that into a soundscape too. So if you're interested, please check out that playlist on my YouTube channel. But I feel like just listening to those and closing your eyes and relaxing your mind will help ground you, which is also another form of self-care. And then of course there's many other ways, like maybe you want to do a facial or whatever feels most aligned to you because intuitively you're just going to be naturally pulled to what's most aligned to you to help take care of yourself. Like, you know, intuitively and subconsciously you already know what you need. So just allow that to kind of take over and say, okay, it's not being selfish. Self-care is not selfish. So take that time to go ahead and take care of yourself and show yourself that self-love. I feel like when you do that, you're going to be able to create more clarity within your life. Also meditation. I don't want to forget meditation. That's also very important. That's going to help you reconnect with yourself and bring more clarity. And also if you like journaling, you might have some thoughts or inspirations that come out that bring you more clarity as well. So I feel like if you take some time for yourself, you set boundaries, tell people no every once in a while and just take time for yourself. Don't feel selfish or bad about it. See how that helps you. So those were the intuitive message that I channeled from spirit. Let's go ahead and jump into the cards. So these are the cards that came out for this week. So let's go over these and then we'll explain them in more depth. So you have the Three of Wands in reverse. You have the Death card in reverse. The Nine of Pentacles. The Full in reverse. The Ace of Swords in reverse. And the Three of Cups in reverse. So a lot of reversals but not necessarily a bad thing. So first I want to point out that there is yellow in almost every single one of these cards. Yellow, 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 yellow. So what this is representing to me for you is that this is talking about the solar plexus chakra. The solar plexus chakra is that area of self-confidence and self-worth. So I feel like when we were talking about those shackles in the intuitive message, this is where this is coming from. Your solar plexus chakra, you need to heal that area, possibly finding a guided meditation on YouTube if you would like to help balance your chakra centers or focus directly on the solar plexus chakra and healing that one because there's this blockage when it comes to your self-confidence that I feel like is holding you back. So with this three of wands in reverse, this is the card of saying like, okay, you're ready to take action, but you haven't really made the journey yet. So you're thinking about it. It's an inspiration. So I feel that this person here is like looking into the distance. There's mountains in the background and mountains in tarot represent challenges and hardships at time. And there's mountains in almost every one of these cards as well, including the Ace of Swords, the Fool, and a little bit in the Nine of Pentacles here. But there's these potential challenges that I, I feel like you may be 
having anxiety about that that might be holding you back or it's the what ifs in your mind and it's about kind of pushing that to the side you know every good journey has its challenges but that doesn't mean that it's not worth going for this card is really representing you having that limiting self-beliefs that lack of confidence and just kind of staying in that limbo staying in your comfort zone and not going on to that journey that you intuitively feel like might be the right way but you're still holding yourself back you're still telling yourself well now's not the right time maybe i shouldn't do this then we have the death card now the death card means transformation it is the metaphorical death of self and in birth into the new self. This is probably my favorite card in the deck. I love the death card. So this could be a spiritual awakening. However, I feel like this is really speaking to you fighting change, you not wanting to change, you having a fear of change or transformation, if you will of possibly stepping out of your comfort zone or going on this new journey because you don't know where this path will lead and that's okay. Again, I say this a lot, you don't need to see the full staircase to take that first step. So it's about taking that first step, which I feel like this is also correlated with the Fool, which again, these are two major arcana cards being two major themes that could potentially be happening in your life at the moment. Now, what I pulled out for a outcome, this is kind of the theme. So the Three of Wands and the Death card is the theme for this week coming. However, I feel like with this Death card, this transformation will be ongoing throughout possibly the rest of this month. But the Nine of Pentacles is the outcome if you would step out of your comfort zone and embrace these challenges that are to come and you would accept the transformation through the spiritual awakening if that's what you're having or just change in general. I don't think what you are trying to change or desiring to change or that intention or inspiration that you want to go for that you might be holding yourself back from anxiety or self-limiting beliefs, whatever the case may be. This is saying that this is the outcome. This is a very abundant card. It's almost the end of the cycle. So the next obviously would be the 10 of Pentacles and 10 is the end of a cycle. So if you would actually go through this transformation, you would end up here. I don't feel like you're going to regret anything if you do take a step forward and you go into the unknown. This is about abundance and happiness. So I feel like you would be very proud of yourself if you do take that leap forward. Now the full in reverse, when this is upright, this is talking about going on a new journey, a new beginning. So think of this, the death of the old self birth into the new self. Here is the new beginning here. And this card came out for what is blocking you. So what's blocking you is yourself, your own fear of taking that leap of faith. You can see that this guy's about to walk off of this cliff. But right here, this little dog that is next to the fool is basically his spirit guide. And this is what I was saying that when spirit was saying that you are protected, that they have your back, this is what I mean. So don't fear that the choices that you're going to make, if they're truly aligned to you, they're not going to let you fall. They're not going to let you fail. So it's about embracing that change and embracing that leap of faith and just taking that first step forward, even if you have anxiety, but just embracing it. And the Fool is also kind of like a childlike energy to me. So this could also be that inner child healing as well and embracing the inner child. 
Now, the Ace of Swords in reverse is that I feel like this is, again, going back to the self-limiting beliefs, but really just being in your head and overthink the steps that you are needing to take at the moment. So this is to tell you to kind of like stop overthinking. You need to gain more clarity. So again, I feel like this is going back to that self-care, which I kind of feel like this is kind of touching the base here with the Three of Cups. But you have to get out of your own way and you have to get some clarity and not overthink the steps taken. So think about the first thing that comes to mind. Try that thought out to go ahead and move forward with or brainstorm a list of thoughts and see and feel within your body when you say them out loud, which one makes you feel more expansive and try that out. And then we have the Three of Cups. The Three of Cups came out for additional info that the collective needed to know. And I feel like this can mean many things. So the cup represents relationships, it represents emotion, it represents intuition and creativity as well. But in a more physical sense, maybe you could get some benefit this week by going out and hanging out with friends. A close group of friends that support you and that you enjoy their company. This can also be family as well. But just surrounding yourself with people that make you happy and bring you a lot of joy and that support you. I feel like would also kind of bring you a little bit of that self-care that you need is actually spending time just for recreational things with other people. But if we want to take this on a more spiritual sense as well, as I was saying, as above, so below, mind, body, and spirit, and connecting with yourself is also, you know, connecting with spirit, connecting with your higher self. So possibly, you know, maybe making the time this week to connect with your guides and your higher self by journaling or meditation and rebuilding that relationship or strengthening that relationship. But overall, I feel like that's going to bring you a lot of self-care that is much needed to bring the clarity that you need to remove that scatterbrain energy. And your friends may also be supportive of the change that is needed to take for this transformation as well. So if you're comfortable with sharing that with some people, you know, maybe what was on your mind or what you're feeling to change, that might be that little step is just hearing the reaffirming words of some supportive friends of yours to help you take that leap of faith and make the change needed to serve your highest good. And one thing that I will touch base on with my own experience as well is if spirit really needs you to hear things, they will channel that through other people as well. So not just, you know, me, a psychic medium, but also, you know, your friends, your family, coworkers and stuff. If there's something that they really need to get across, it can come across in in conversation with friends as well. So embracing your support systems, your friends, and clearing your mind and giving yourself some self-care and self-love, I feel like is really gonna be beneficial for you this week. So I hope that that message served your highest good and I hope that that was helpful. And I will catch up with you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Spiritual Mamas Podcast. Your love and support are always appreciated. If you're enjoying these episodes, please share them with other like-minded souls. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel so you don't miss the next episode. Catch you soon.